Good evening, everybody. Hmm? I think so. It's time for our service this evening. Maybe somebody needs to go say the Spanish for it's time for service. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Whatever you said, I'm pretty sure that's not it. <laughs> Tonight we'll have uh, one song, and then David has announcements, two more songs, and Nathan has our lesson this evening. Our first song will be number 982, 982, We Shall Assemble. If you would let stand for this song, please. We shall assemble on the mountain, we shall assemble at the church family. A couple of announcements uh, before we have our devotional. Um, if you're, if you think you have an address wrong or phone number wrong um, for the directory, um, or if you have not had the opportunity to check your name yet, please do so. Huh? Please see Rick. Yes, please see Rick um, to make sure that everything is, is uh, at least spelled right. I'm horrible at spelling. Um, some people are just bad at writing, so it kind of goes hand in hand. So, but, uh, <laughs> raising his hand. Um, but, uh, so, you know, if uh, you can, please check everything out in directory so we can get it done and get it right and uh, get it put out um, uh, as quickly as possible. Um, so please see Rick if you, uh, if you haven't done so already. Also, new quarter for uh, teachers will start this Sunday, uh, September the 4th. If you had not picked up your material yet, it is in the teacher supply room. Uh, please stop by there to pick it up before you leave. 
If you have any questions, please see Connie Miller. Um, also, fifth quarter is this Friday from 9.30 to 11.30. This is for the Fairland. Um, it's for anybody, really. I'm sorry, I didn't even say Fairland. It's for anybody. If you're wanting to come, um, please come. We would love to have you. Uh, last time we had it, and that was two weeks ago, we had probably over 100 kids uh, from Fairland here at the building. And uh, it, was, it was a great time. It was neat seeing all those kids here. Um, if you'd like to help out, um, I've already got the pizzas, um, and, but if you'd like to help out with drinks, um, I really appreciate canned drinks, the small cans, because um, a lot of times, um, you know how kids are at your house with a full bottle of water, they drink half of it and just leave it. So um, that's what these kids will do as well. So, but uh, if this the small cans would be great if you want, uh, can do that. Um, also, uh, Sunday for the Savior is the 4th. Uh, this is for our preschool at the 4th grade from 5 to 5.45. And also Monday, the 5th, uh, since there's no school, I will be taking the bus to Krispy Kreme. Whoever wants to go with me to Krispy Kreme uh, can go with me. And also, uh, Stepping Stone Supper is Wednesday night. And uh, we're heading on Saturday uh, to Carter Cage. The bus will leave at 12.30. Um, there's a count, September calendar of uh, scheduled events for uh, the church and also uh, youth activities going on out there in the foyer table, so please grab one. Updates on our prayer list. Remember to continue to keep uh, Lisa and Hank in our prayers um, as they deal with the cancer and, and, and feeling not feeling well, but uh, remember to continue to keep Gary Fry in your prayers as well as he undergoes his test. Keep Kathy Walls in your prayers as well. Um, also, remember to continue to keep Jennifer and Jim Haney in your prayers as well as they deal with cancer. Uh, remember to continue to keep Janie and Glenn Judge in your prayers and Vicki Bowen in your prayers. Uh, Dickie told me that uh, Maddie Parker um, has a six-year-old girl that's uh, in her class, and um, she was under remission, and but uh, leukemia has come back. Um, so remember to keep... Uh, that girl in your prayers at this time as well. Um, that's all the announcements I have. As Thomas, go to God in prayer. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we are so thankful and blessed to be able to be here, to be able to learn more about you, to be able to apply your word to our everyday lives, Lord. Lord, we ask you at this time to, to be with us as we sing praises to you, as we learn more about you so we can be a shining light within our community, Lord, that others will see you in us. Lord, we ask you this time to be with our elders. Give them the wisdom and guidance they need. Let them always be true to your word. Look to your word for strength. Lord, encouragement. Lord, we ask you this time to be with our sick. Be with our sick that are dealing with cancer and COVID at this time, Lord. There's so many on our prayer list, Lord, that are dealing with illnesses. Just be with their doctors and family members who are taking care of them, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to still continue to be with our widows and our shut-ins, Lord, to let us be an encouragement to them. Let, them, let us call them and, and encourage them. Let them know that we are thinking of them. Lord, I also pray for our youth. Lord, just continue to be with them as they're back at school, Lord. Guide and direct them, Lord. Protect them. Keep them safe, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to be with us the rest of this week. 
Forgive us, Lord, when we do fall short. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen. Our next song is going to be on the overhead only. It's In Need. In Need. In need of grace, in need of love, in need of mercy raining down from high above, in need of strength, in need of peace, in need of things that only next song is number 824 824 after this we'll have our lesson i'll fly away slumber morning when this life is over 
Song of Invitation is number 61. Are you coming to Jesus tonight? There he was. Good evening. Now hopefully no one is out there thinking, oh great, not this guy again. But if you are, this lesson is for you, because tonight, for a few minutes, I'm going to talk to you about enduring hardships. And thankfully, even, you know, one step further, this isn't going to be a very long lesson, so you won't have to endure all that much. Um, and I should get, I, I have to give credit where credit is due. The inspiration for this lesson actually comes from Sam and Luke, um, because when Yesterday afternoon, when Chris texted me, he says, hey, you still good for tomorrow night? I was, in fact, not good for tomorrow night because I forgot I had to, had to do this. So I came home from work, and I was, went for my run, and I went to the boys' football practice, and I was like, what in the world can I talk about? What? You know, just bouncing things around in my head. So as I was sitting there watching football practice, Sam and Luke, I, the idea came to me, and it was something that I've been trying to teach them over the last couple of weeks, and... Um, it's a lesson that all of us have to uh, learn is enduring hardships. See, the boys, they were excited to sign up for football. They like passing football in the backyard. They like, Luke loves watching football. Like, they're all, they were all about football, wanting to try playing until practice started. See, when practice started, all of a sudden, football is not for them. It, it's, it's not fair. It's hot. Those pads are uncomfortable. Um, you know, the coaches don't let me sit down. They're making me hit bigger kids, um, just all, on and on and on, why it's so terrible and why they're never playing again. It's miserable. They hate it. So me, as a dad, I took this as an opportunity to teach them a valuable life lesson. This life is going to be hard sometimes. The coaches are making it hard on these kids to help them understand, you know, what it's going to take. It's going to get hard in the game. You're going to have to be able to perform in difficult situations. And for me, trying to encourage the boys, like, yeah, I know practice is hard, but life is going to be hard. And so it's important that you learn that lesson now that when things get hard, you have to learn to endure and overcome and, and get through these hardships. And that's not just a lesson that small children need to learn. It's a lesson that grown adults need to learn, that sometimes things are hard and that it's, it's important to be able to overcome uh, hardship, you know, and it's, and, you know, we can talk about, you know, school being too hard, we can talk about work being too hard, we can talk about um, relationships, we can talk about illnesses in your life, there's, you know, you name it, there's a situation in everybody's life where you've had to go through difficult, hard times, and when you learn to endure, when you learn to get through those things, you come out the other side better off than you were at the beginning, you've learned to um, 
you know, focus and get better at, you know, and overcoming the situations. Because that's important. And it's not just important in our, you know, everyday lives. That's an important uh, notion in our Christian lives. That there are times that in our Christian lives where things are going to be difficult. We're placing difficult situations or we're, we're struggling with something. That we are going to need to lean on our past experiences of enduring hardships to help push us um, to get better. So for tonight I got, I got three passages I want to look at quickly. Like I said, I told you I wouldn't make you guys endure too much of me. But I want to look at three quick passages of what the Bible, what Bible authors in the New Testament have to say about enduring hardships, enduring um, trials and troubles. And then we'll see what we can glean from that. The first one is going to be in, in James, in the first chapter, if you want to turn with me. In James chapter 1, starting in verse 2, it says, Consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Now let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. See here, James, the writer, is, is encouraging the Christian readers that to not just endure these hardships, but to consider it joy. To be happy when these things happen. Because they're happening for a reason. He says that this, this testing of our faith, it, it, uh, let's see, it produces perseverance. Some, some translations, endurance. It helps us to be able to withstand um, greater and greater challenges. And it's not just we have to learn how to persevere. We have to learn how to endure. James goes on to says that that perseverance, you have to let that perseverance finish its work. Because that, that makes you mature. So pers this perseverance, this endurance, is a required uh, part of, of Christian living. You, you have to have it. You have to work on it. Um, it's important for us to think about that when, when trials and tribulations come, we don't just endure, but we should consider it joy. The next, thing, the next passage I want to look at comes from Hebrews, uh, the 12th chapter. Yet if you want to turn with me, Hebrews chapter 12, I'm going to start in verse 1. It says, the writer starts, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that so easily entangles us. And let us run with perseverance the race that is marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you may not grow weary and lose heart. See, there's a lot to unpack here. The Hebrew writer tells us, you know, we should throw off the, the sin that, that causes us to stumble, causes us to have problems. And we have to run with what? Again, that word endurance or perseverance. This, this needed Christian attribute for our lives. That we should, that's how we should be living our lives, running this Christian life. We ta I talked about it in another sermon, how... Paul considered his Christian life a fight and a race, something that was very, um, you know, not passive but an active part of his life. So we got to run this race with perseverance. We got to learn how to be, we got to learn how to persevere. And we got to focus on Jesus. He tells us that Jesus should be where we set our eyes on, what we focus on. Why? Well, he goes on and he says that, you know, basically look, look at him as an example. Look at all the things that happened to him. You know, he, he endured the cross, the, he, the scorning and the shame. And he, he did that. And consider him who endured such opposition, verse 3, 
so that you may not grow weary and lose heart. So when you're, you're going through difficult times and when you're trying to persevere and when you're trying to endure these difficult things, the Hebrew writer gives us an example of, hey, look, look, at, look to Jesus. He's the, perfect, he's the perfecter of our faith. He's the pioneer of our faith. Look what he, what he was able to do and use, that, use him and don't grow, don't, you know, as an example and don't grow weary or lose heart. And the last verse I want to leave, the passage I want to leave you with comes from uh, John chapter 16. If you, you may remember the, these, you know, 14, 15, 16, these couple chapters here in John. Pete, or excuse me, Jesus is pretty much telling his disciples, hey, I'm getting ready to leave you. Hey, all this stuff's getting ready to happen. I'm getting ready to go die. You know, all this, you know, these bad things are getting ready to happen. I'm getting ready to leave, you know. And, and he, you know, he, he's telling them these things. He's preparing them these things. And he, go, he ends that little speech you know, in verse 32 says, A time is coming, and is now fact has come, when you will be scattered, each to your own homes. You will leave me all alone, yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. Again, he's talking about the things that are getting ready to happen. But he ends this chapter with this important verse. I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Again, Jesus is pretty much guaranteeing us it says, he doesn't say you might have trouble, or you may have trouble. What's he say there? He says, you will have trouble. Trouble's going to be there. But what's important for us as Christians, and what the takeaway I want to have for each and every one of you, is that when these troubles come, that we need to take heart. That Jesus has already overcome the world. That the issues that might be facing you, um, they're insignificant, because what we're what we're focusing our, our dedication, our time to, is enduring this life and preparing for the next one. So tonight I want to leave you with those three thoughts that, you know, when we are, everybody's going to endure hardships. The Bible is plain about that. We're going to deal with troubles. James tells us that we need to consider it joy. The Hebrew writer says that we have an example of someone to look to as someone who endured, uh, endured the troubles. And, and, you know, use that as our example and to not grow weary. And then Jesus tells us the, for the third thing that, you know, we don't have to worry about it. Take heart. It's kind of what that phrase means. Because he's already conquered the world. He's already paid the price for what, for the world. So tonight, the opportunity is, is here. If you've never obeyed the gospel, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, uh, we, we offer you that invitation. Um, you know, just come, come forward. Confess that Jesus is the Son of God. Be, ba be baptized for the remission of sin. And the Bible promises you that you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that if you live, continue to live faithfully for the rest of your life, you will, you will one day, when you have finished your fight, when you have endured um, the race, you know, you, there will be a crown of righteousness for you, for waiting for you. If you've never had that, if you've never accepted that free gift of salvation, it's, the opportunity is now. Or maybe you're struggling in life and with trials. And you just ask for the prayers. We'd be happy for you to come forward and pray. Uh, we pray with you, pray for you, whatever your need. Please come as tonight we stand as we sing. The voice of the Savior says, Come, the
you bow with me, please? Father, we're thankful for this beautiful day of life for your son who came and died for us. We're thankful for Nathan and the lesson that he just presented. Pray you bless him and his want to study more and, 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 and preach as much as he possibly can. We're thankful for that. We ask that you be with our sick and our shut-ins. Bless them. Bless our congregation. Be with us as we're about to go to classes. Pray that we can learn and understand more of your, what you would have us to do. Go with us. Forgive us. In thy son's name we pray. And amen.